Blog Talk Radio. I love hearing that. So here it is. It is Saturday morning, and it is sensuous Saturdays. And I am here with one of my most favorite people in the whole world. She doesn't know that, but she knows it now. And this is Dr. Joy Martina. Good morning, Joy. Good morning. It's so good to be here with you. I love it. And so we were just chatting for a couple of minutes before we went live about how we're both here in our zones. And I was saying, we'd love if we were real neighbors. But here in the Zoom box, we are. She lives right upstairs from me in this picture. <laughs> so this is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, here on Block Talk Radio and on YouTube and Zoom, and I blend them all together so that you can either go audio or visual with us or combine it. And this is the K factor, where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And I think that one of the factors today is Joy Martina. She is Dr. Joy, and and I love the way that she describes and talks and writes about her mission is to spread joy around the world, and she really does. So, (laughs) Joy, tell these lovely people in our audience, who, by the way, are around the world. I was looking at our stats on uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio. They really are around the world. So, tell everybody who it is who I'm so crazy about. (laughs) I'm Joy. I'm, I'm the mom of three kids of my own who are 23, 22, and 10 years old. Yeah. I have five stepchildren. I'm a teacher. I'm an author. I'm, I'm a student of life. Mm. And, you know, it took me a while to live up to my name. I, I thought there was something seriously wrong with me that I had such a blessed life, right? But I was just not happy. Yeah. And some of the things that I thought that we should have, right? Um, and yeah, deep inside of me, I felt really frustrated and mm. angry and, I don't know, boxed in, and I had no idea how to get out. So um, for me to now really say, I, I am joy, that, that was huge for me. So wow. I love just sharing what works for me with as many people as I can, like on, on this opportunity right now, to say, okay, you know, we are where we are right now. One part of finding our joy is really finding acceptance with what we have. Mm-hmm. And then let's share ideas how we can get out of a state of maybe misery or, or depression or just fatigue. Yes. <laughs> right? And yes. find ways to, to all find our joy. Because one thing I know, I know that we have a right to pursue our happiness. And that sometimes already seems hard to do. Right. But even if we're pursuing happiness, that doesn't always necessarily mean that we will find our joy. Because joy and happiness is just two different things, actually. Oh, say more about that. I want to know. Say more about that. The world needs to hear more about that. Say what that means. Well, happiness is usually defined as something that is determined by external forces. Okay. So I say I'm, I'm happy because it's my birthday. I'm happy because so-and-so just come to see me. I'm happy because of this. I'm happy because of that. So I have reasons for that happiness. And we will often find ourselves maybe even saying, yeah, I can be truly happy when this and this happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the kind of crux on the whole thing. Right, so, conditional. Yeah. And, and joy is something that is, is more internal. Yeah. It's Thing, it's, it's more a space of being that is actually totally non-attached to what's happening around us. And that's a, that's a tough cookie to take. No kidding. 
going through a, a tough period in life and saying, well, no kidding, it's easy for you to be happy, right? You can find your joy. You've got it all, right? Right. But, but me, I don't know how to pay next month's rent. I don't know this, I don't know that. And, and just to hear me that, that I, I know that. And I think, you know, we can have a pity party and we can say who has the biggest tragedy in life, who has the biggest drama, and, and we can go that way. Right. Or we say, you know, we all get our burdens. We all have our hardships. We all have our challenges that we have to go through in life. Because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. Yeah. And we want to accept that and say, okay, if I have challenges in life, the stress is going to just be part of life. Yes. Why don't I learn ways how to deal with that rather than resist it? You know, yeah. put so much energy into trying to avoid that. Right. I love that you're saying that because one of the things that that we all do, that people do, and you and I are so committed to exactly what you're saying, is embrace everything in the now, right here, right now. I got so frustrated when I was in high school reading that one-inch book, one-inch thick book. The title of it, somebody gives it to me, Be Here Now. You open it up and every page for like 200 pages says Be Here Now, different font up and down, back and forth, in a circle. And I was in the middle of the book, and I was, like, yelling, what is the point of the book? What is the point of the book? I mean, what's the point? Where's the story? And the person was there with me and just kind of smiling off to the side, you know, like an older sage person. And and I was fussing about this, and they said, keep going. (laughs) I was like, be here now, be here now. And then... When I take that, with the, you said as a backdrop to what you're saying, Voltaire wrote in the, in the 1400s, paradise is where you are. You know, don't save up for that two-week vacation and then say, I'll be happy then, which is what you were saying a minute ago. I'll be happy then. When I get there, I'll be happy. When I'm in Hawaii, I'll be happy. No, because you're going there with yourself. Your mind and your attitude and your whole persona and spirit are traveling everywhere with you. And Tony Robbins was right. Where your mind goes, your energy flows. And if you're fushtunkin, you're fushtunkin, not happy and joyful. (laughs) (laughs) Yiddish. And then some I just put together myself. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 
I Who has time for that? <clears throat> Until I decided, okay, I really will just practice. If it is just a practice, and it is, then it's something that you can do. So yoga school really was the turning point for that. And the interrupting we're just excited like running into one another here colliding in a, in a moment like for a hug you know so <laughs> when 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 people hear this they're saying 10 minutes what like what am I going to do inside in there in 10 minutes okay it's your it's your head it's your person but describe to people where would they sit and what do they do no music no nothing just absolute silence be quiet and then just pay attention to what comes up, or what do you do? I love that you're asking this question because it really is about the okay, Yes, so yes. Here's, here's the ideal situation. You find something to sit on. So I, I have my meditation cushion right opposite here now, and it's a little 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 baggy thing, right? Okay. And you can use a yoga block. You want to actually sit on something because if you're a sort of normal <coughs> person, you're not used to sitting on the floor in a cross-legged position. Right. That already can be a challenge to people. Right. But it's a challenge because you want to learn how to sit properly. Right. So this means that, I mean, you'll find a lot of guidance on that in YouTube, but the main, or, or on other sources, but the, the main thing is you want to have your spine straight. Okay. Because your neck should be straight. Yes. And your body should be as relaxed as possible in that position. So I like having my hands in, in, a, in a chin mudra on, on my um, thighs, but you could just have some palms open. Yeah. Whatever is comfortable for your shoulders to relax. Right. So relax the shoulders, roll them away from the ears, feel your shoulder blades hugging at the back. Oh, we're doing it. But if you can't see us, you're hearing it. We're doing it. If you're listening, do it. Yeah, right now. Okay. And then just check in with your body and, and make sure our both sit bones, right? Those sitting bones that you're sitting on, are they both, have they got equal weight on both sides, right? Yeah. So then get that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then check in with your pelvis. Is it tilted forward? Then maybe you need to bring it back a bit. Yeah. Bring, bring it to a state where you have a little curve, where you could imagine a little curve in yeah. your lower back. Yeah. And then you start breathing. Yeah. 
stepping out of the mind and we're connecting more to the body. Yeah. And we connect to the body and we're, we're in the now. We're able to drop into that beautiful state, creation. Because creation doesn't really happen when we're super busy. It actually happens when our brain waves are relaxed, when we're tuned into what is it that I desire? What is it that I want to see happening in life? And when we back, Combine that with emotion, so emotionalize a vision like that. Yeah. Our unconscious mind has to follow suit. That's how we create. And I think it's such a pity that we don't teach that. Uh, I mean, you know that there's a system behind it. Which yes. We are consciously not teaching it right now, unfortunately, to children. But we should be. Yes. We should be teaching children how to start their daily meditation. I would love Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I get the coffee started. I, I will sometimes have 
the the music start and mm-hmm. I'm listening to soft classical or or soft jazz or sounds of nature if it's a part of nature I don't hear and then I want to collect myself I'm going to incorporate your 10 minutes though I'm dedicated to that now and then I start I start writing by hand not on my computer I live in my computer for so many hours a day but writing by hand a table by the windows I'm looking out and I'm scribing and, and setting my intentions and my gratitude for the day. Because you, by the time you get to hour number two or three, you turn on the news, everything, yes, the pace changes as its stimulation comes in. And we need to control that desperately. Agreed. Agreed. You know one of the things that, that you did that I love, and then I'm going to back up for a minute because uh, I know I've I, – I, I've, stopped you twice you and I both have herbs in our house mint rosemary oregano thyme the things that are delightfully beautiful and aromatic on the table you know so you can experience the garden right there and then put it into yes yes I love that me gardening, getting out into the oh, yes. and you know, science is showing it's so essential for our health. Yes. Us to be connected to the electromagnetic force field of the earth. It's healing. Yes. So get out into nature as much as you can. And I know it's going to city but it can be hard. But yeah. that's you might have a balcony or something where you yes. grow stuff. But get your hands dirty. <laughs> yes, exactly. geraniums and spider plants and philodendron, uh, chefflera. Yeah. And, and for me, I just putter around and tend to them. So I'm outside of myself. I'm getting my hands dirty. I've always got at least a 40 pound bag of potting soil here. Oh, yeah. 
normally they get to the sugar again. Um, and then put the bath in, put the milk in, the honey in, the rose petals, light the candles, and then get into the bath. Imagine maybe that you're like Cleopatra. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a guy listening now. And, and, and feel, you know, that, that wonderful feeling of sitting into that warm water oh. and getting that silky feeling on your skin and, you know, all the aromas from the roses and the honey. Oh. And, it's a beautiful thing to do. And then uh, imagine really releasing everything that no longer serves you. Give, yes. it, give it into the water. It sounds really little woo-woo. doesn't matter. Yeah, like that. that's right. It's, it's simple. And I like doing that for, you know, as, as a ritual. And rituals do have a, a lot of impact on our brain. Yes, they a do. give some closure to something. Rituals are really important to help us feel safe in life. Yes. You like that idea? Think about it fast. And, and yeah, let, let us know what centuries experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have in my homes, I in in hotels when I travel, I always request that there is a tub, mm-hmm. and I love a nice big long tub. I've got I've got a nice jetted tub, and I do that. I've got different concoctions that I've put together. I'm going to do the milk and honey today, though. the The aromas that we have in there always having candles. And the music, the the soothing of it all is just magnificent. And I think that's what many of us really need right now is that soothing, that yes. comfort. But, you know, we've been so um, shocked by the, the whole global lockdown of yes. happened these last months. I mean, uh, our, our lives have completely changed in so many ways. Yes. And so it's really important to, to have these practices of comfort and soothing for ourselves because we have to learn to manage ourselves. I think, you know, as much as we can see we need to build community, we need to support each other, we need to take care of each other, we at the same time need to learn how to take, take better care of ourselves. Because especially if, if we're women, for instance, and we're maybe moms or we're teachers to others, what are we doing if we are burning ourselves out, you know, just running, running, running all day? Well, what kind of role models are we to our kids? Exactly. Are we going to ever learn? Right. So, you know, the whole concept of self-love was crucial to me to find my joy. Yeah. I, I was just not programmed to take care of myself first, for sure not. Yeah. And I think many of us are, because, you know, many religions tie into that. You know, you serve others and, and you're a good girl or a good right. or whatever. Right. Um, and, yes, we should be good. But at the same time, we have to make sure that we are good. Yes. And, and that, that really, I've noticed, can be a big stumbling block for a lot of people. They have no idea what self-love actually means. You know, that's fascinating that you say that. One of the exercises that I talk to people about is every day coming in close to you and looking yourself in the eyes, in the mirror, and saying hello. <laughs> and reminding yourself, I love you. I, I have had people do this at events and had mirrors on the tables where they're sitting and have them hold up the mirror, and I'd say, just introduce yourself. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it's so weird. Yeah, and then I say, okay, now that you've made fun of it and that this is all hilarious, good for you. Kudos, kudos. Glad you're laughing. You're getting the right neurotransmitters going. Now you're in full cooperation with me. (laughs) And so what I want you to do, I want the room completely quiet. And we're going to take, I'm going to count 90 seconds for you to hold a gaze with yourself. I'm going to tell you, Joy, people start to cry 
because they have never looked at who is in there mm. or it's been so long they have forgotten. Yeah. That is heartbreaking. How can we get a grip? It's exactly what you're saying. If we don't love the self, of course it is selfish. Selfish has got a negative connotation where we need to in- inject love into the formula and make sure that we know what it is that we are, what, what it is that we are mm-hmm. and who it is that we are and what we want. That quieting down, that goddess bath. What do we call it when it's a man, a bath? God in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God bath. Yes, there you go, a godly bath. That that self-love, caressing your own body, feeling your touch on your skin, and loving yourself. Oh, my good we grief. Yes. We're going to happen. Okay, cool. Because I think that's where we're going. Yes. You know, from self-love and, and we have sensuality going on. So, so I think we need to talk pleasure. Yes. And pleasure is another thing that for many people has negative connotations. Yes. talking about this because when I when I had uh, 
announced and and uh, posted uh, and talked about Sensuous Saturdays and then started talking to people about it, there was a lot of like, whoa, ooh la la, oh, whoa, Deb, what are you going to do? Well, come find out, you know. When I was first married, and so there was that there was that recoil, okay? You know, oh, my God, sensuous. When I was first married, my husband had said to me, I want you to read Wilhelm Reich, The Function no, of the kidding. Orgasm. No kidding. I've got to stop you right now. <laughs> I have proof to what I'm going to say right now. People want to see this. This morning, I woke up, as I told you, yeah. 30 a.m. Yes. I was
that you should wear a mask in your house, even when you're alone, and when you have sex, that you and your partner should wear a mask. Yes. And so the pictures. Yes. Oh my God. sensuality and people recoil 
what I ask them is if, if you have a religious conflict with this, let me, let me invite you into the reality that whether you believe in evolution or you believe in, in God and the ways in which we were created, I don't think there's, by the way, disharmony in any of the theories. It all comes together. And it, it is just putting a, a, an element of logic into this. But we have a creator who gave us these wonderful vehicles for our spirit to inhabit with this incredible ability to see the visual part of our reality, the way it's tied to our brain, in our occipital lobe, in the back of our head, the ways in which we can hear and speak and taste and smell and touch. We were not given these gifts to turn them off and to shield ourselves and to cut ourselves off from the world and from nature and from our own self. We weren't, we weren't given the gift of being able to cr- hear and create music. We heard, we heard the, the, the songs of the birds and the waves and the wind and the insects and the little frogs. And we were inspired to write music and to sing. And all of these are sensual experiences. I love that you're bringing up to me. Oh. Have you heard Gina Turner's um, spiritual work? She's written some beautiful no. songs. No. Oh, I will send you some links. I will send you some really? Gina Turner, she's um, had a deeply spiritual, has a whole bunch of beautiful songs out there. And there's one in where she did a little sort of talking, singing kind of thing. And she said, you know, wake up each morning singing like a bird. You know, when I heard that song, it reminded me of how I, as a child, I would sing a lot. Yes, me and too. I always loved singing in choirs. Yeah. It's such a part of my life, but somehow I stopped. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I would sing to my young children, but now that they're older, I, I noticed I'd stop singing. Yeah. And then actually going back into yoga school, I, I started, you know, chanting again. Yeah. And then yeah. I picked up on the chanting, and now always when I'm in the car on my own, I'm or sometimes even with my poor passenger, <laughs> I'll be chanting away. Yes, it yeah, is. Possible, right? Right. But singing really elevates our state. Yeah. And that's what we need to do. We need to find different ways. And I hope our listeners are having fun with us, you know, throwing different ideas at you. Right, exactly. What we're trying to do is we're trying to give you different ways of how you can elevate your state, how you can find your joy. Yeah. How you can tap into that central part of your own system yeah. so that you can find more happiness. That's our goal, right? And, yes. And when you do this, when you share the experience with another, then the the energy between the two of you solidifies the relationship, the connection. So I remember I remember in in college hearing about, um, you know, how is it that we come together and and decide who it is we like, you know, and some of the best dates that you ever go on are those ones where the person, you know, like oh let's go to the amusement park. Or, oh, let's go horseback riding, or let's get in a fast car, or something. Well, one of the things that people are trying to do is have a way that your hearts beat faster together, and you're energized together, and then you mistakenly assign it to that other person's presence. (laughs) People fall into the wrong relationship all the time. But when we come together, I mean, I'm, I'm so sparked by what you're saying, because 
one of my favorite things is singing and singing with others. Oh my gosh. I mean, Yes. And and so there's there's actually there's this one friend of mine and I he is a, a wonderful guy. And when we sing together, we are so simpatico. But there are times when he's so crabby he refuses. And it's like Funny how when when we would meet these tools most, we usually would this for Yes. So I, I miss that even in myself. So, you know, I miss so many tools. I just having a breathing. Yes. And I, I find myself stuck. And then I'll meet someone else, show me and say, hey, well, you can do this, right? Right. That. Exactly. Yes. initially when we were talking about doing this episode about writing some poetry. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, that was such an interesting thing. Yes. Really? Totally, yes. Happened following. I was actually doing a lot of reading um, and I was pretty black, so a lot of my workload had not fallen off. I just landed in the sanctuary. And then suddenly I was in my meditation just about the day. I would have this in my head, which was kind of telling me these very erotic stories. And at first I was like, oh, this is what this new, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you know, what's in my head, I'm used to them, but I know we all have different ones, right? And right. As a channeler, I'm, I'm used to kind of being able to tune in and out of different things. So at some point I said, okay, I, I'm going to surrender to this, and I'm going to really sit down and take time to take and I'm just going to start writing down these stories. Yeah. So I started doing, I mean, I started adding little poems and then little longer stories. Um, and then I started sending this to my husband. So you can imagine my husband was like, what, what is going on with this one? <laughs> 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 so then he said, but I mean, even better, if you have it in your voice. So then I thought, ah. do that. Do you know how challenging it is? Or at least it was to me. Oh, yeah. The first time Take it seriously and to actually write it down. Yeah. You're writing down really hot stuff to it. It's a matter of writing. Yes, right. That's right. To speak it out loud. Yeah. To the recorder. Oh, yeah. That was a thing. And I did it. And I'm so glad that you br
by doing that. And I, you know, I shared it with my husband. I mean, come right. No, it felt so vulnerable. It felt yeah. so intimate. Yeah. And, yeah, it was a beautiful challenge for me. I, I really love doing it. I have no idea what I'm going to do with this stuff now, right? So I have right. a few hot audios, right. a few hot stories to share. Um, but it doesn't matter. I just created it, and I know at the right time, like maybe now, it's, yeah. it's important that I talk about it. I think it's, I think, yes, I'll tell you something that has been running through the back of my mind while we've been talking is in these, in these various uh, Zooms and webinars that, that I've been doing over the last, I don't know how long, but so Dr. Mark Levy is uh, one of my closest friends, brilliant MD, PhD, PhD in chemistry, physician, MD. And and traditional, but not at all. He is just a genius, an incredible mind, phenomenal diagnostician, and very dialed into integrative medicine and the ways in which we want to do mind-body medicine. So yeah, he will he will identify your illness, but he identifies illness in a way that is going to be as helpful as possible, so we can get to solutions. Not just cover-ups, right? And by cover-ups, I mean, you know, just give people pharmaceuticals that will abate symptoms but not get to the underlying, under, underlying causes. So we were talking about, you know, what is it that a lot of your patients come in and talk to you about, Dr. Levy? And, and he said, you know, I tell you what, especially here in 2020, men are coming in and talking to me about sexual dysfunction and erectile dysfunction and being so humiliated by it. But with me as their doctor in the privacy of that room, man to man, they're saying, you know, have you ever had this experience of, and then they get into the discussion and they're saying, Dr. Levy, do you have a pill for me? And he's saying, well, sure. But why don't we talk about what's really going on? And he said, honest to God, there, there is, with very rare exception, it's where a man's mind is at. And so when we're talking about erotica, when we're talking about sensual, when we're really talking about, you know, the erotic poetry that you are writing and sending to Roy, your husband, and then he is saying, wow, and, you know, Joy, please speak it to me. You know, he in his own way, is also being really vulnerable because he's not making the correction and saying, whoa, turn it off. What are you doing? (laughs) What? What is, I mean, where'd this come from? What have you been doing? Um, He is being equally vulnerable by saying it would be even better if I could hear you say this. So then he is, that is two people in this emotionally intimate connection with each other allowing these beautiful inner deep desires and visualizations and auditory whatever's gustatory everything you'd be embarrassed to write it because you don't want anybody else to see it you'd be embarrassed (laughs) to say because you want anybody else to hear it but we need to privately awaken and enliven ourselves and one another in ways that are appropriate and intimate and lovely and healthy. Mm. Mm. 
So do you want to read anything or share anything with us? <laughs> oh, my God. Is it too racy? Do you want more time to consider? Because you can come back and do it another time. I, I, I think it might be too racy, for the honest. Let yeah. me stand my little, my little, you know. Um, While you're looking, I'll tell a brief story. <clears throat> so when I was uh, in college and really, really wanting to hone in on my 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 writing abilities, which I have been engaged as a writer as long as I can remember. I used to write fake love letters to myself and stick them in the mailbox when I was like in kindergarten. And, and my mother would say, oh, look, Debbie, you got a letter from somebody. And then and she'd say, should we read it? And I'd say, I don't know, Mommy. And I would read it out loud. And it was all about how you're, dear Debbie, you're so cute and pretty. I have such a crush on you. Would you be my girlfriend? <laughs> I love your brown eyes. And my mother would you laugh. Knew, you knew how to help yourself. I think that's a fabulous story. It was wonderful and funny. So I've been this author all along, right? So I'm in, I'm in college, and this professor of mine says to me, I want you to write a very concrete story. You write, and I can see it, but I can't feel it. I want to feel what you are feeling, what you are describing, what you are doing, like I'm right there in your skin, you. And I said, I don't know, I'm like, what am I going to write about? That's just so weird. Like, what? She said, it doesn't matter. You pick it. And she said, you seem to be pretty enamored of your spouse. You know, do that. Okay. So I was thinking about it. And he had been traveling. And he had this chamois shirt that I absolutely loved. And so I wrote about the experience. <clears throat> It's a big man. I take a bath. I come out of the bath. I towel dry off. Baby powders, lotions. I put myself in his chamois shirt, which has got his aroma to it, just faintly. I wrap myself in it. I button it, and it's real big, and the sleeves hang down beneath my fingertips. And I put up the collar, and I snuggle into it. And then I go into great detail about all the feelings. I can feel him on my back. Mm-hmm. And and she rewarded me heavily. She said, you know what? I started to cry when I read it because I'm widowed. And I don't, I don't have that awakening ever. And wow. this is absolutely spectacular. Okay, wow. now we've got. I love, I love that talk, so I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little taste. All right. We've got four minutes and then we get cut off. All right. Okay. Take a breath. All right. I yearn to feel your skin against mine, to trace the contours of your body with my hands, and to dive into the plains of pleasure with you. I can fantasize about the taste of your kiss as we explore each other's bodies and melt into nothingness. I imagine what you will say when I touch you in places that few have seen, and I explode with I explode with bliss, knowing it's only a matter till we connect again. You know how to handle me, she says, connecting to that vulnerable part in me that feels unworthy of the intention and yet yearns for it so deeply. Will I find that perfect touch and rhythm to take her to the highest planes, or will we crash? 
to discover that desire and satisfaction follow their own rules, and who are we to judge what is appropriate? Yeah, I could go on like that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know, so, friends, I hope that you have been ignited here with us today, that you feel alive. You know, that was very intimate. Bless your heart for writing it, having the courage to do that. I applaud. And, of course, to hear that, you know, took my mind to a beloved and longing for that. And bless you for sharing it with us. I hope you'll come back and do Sensual Saturdays again and again. Sure thing. All right. I love this. Friends, this is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, here today on The K-Factor. Did I bring you kindness today or what? On Sensual Saturdays. And Joy Martina, Dr. Joy Martina, I absolutely love and adore you. You're just wonderful, and your energy is so good. And the the interplay between us and just everything we covered is, I hope, helpful to people all over the planet. I hope so, too. That's my helpful and inspiring to you. Yeah, great. All right. Bless you. We'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. Peace out. Bye-bye. Love to everybody on your end. Thank you. You're welcome.